Business Matters in association with the Faculty of Business at ATU Donegal. For a career in financial governance, consider the Level 9 MA in Governance and IT in Financial Services starting in January. Contact the Exec Ed Coordinator on 9186206 or email donald.hannigan at atu.ie today. Hello and welcome to Business Matters here on Highland Radio. I'm Chris Ashmore. Well, delighted to say on Business Matters this week, my guest is Jackie Fagan of the Four Paws Boarding Kennels and Doggy Hotel in Kilmacrenan. Uh, firstly, Jackie, many congratulations because uh, in the past week you won the uh, Local Pet Awards, uh, the Best Boarding Kennels and Doggy Hotel in the Republic of Ireland. So that is uh, quite an honour. Thanks, Chris. Um, yeah, we're buzzing. Can't believe it. It's just such a big, um, big shock to us. So it's uh, just absolutely fantastic. So we'll talk maybe a little bit more about the awards later on. But tell us a little bit about Four Paws Boarding Kennels and Doggy Hotel here in Kilmacrenan. Uh, how long have you been going? How long ago did it all start? So it started in 2008. Um, started with three security fence and pens um, on our street and all thanks to my husband who encouraged me the whole way. I worked in the chemist for 15 years before that. So he's behind the scenes but only for him. Uh, four paws wouldn't be what it what it is today. So, so hats off to Malachi. Hats off to Malachi, yes. Now, you worked in a chemist so that's yeah. obviously quite different. So at what stage in your working life was was the seed sown for, you know what, I, I might try something different? Well, I was always an animal lover growing up. I've had goats and donkeys and sheep and everything growing up at various times. And, um, well, when me and Malachi just we started living together, he bought our first family dog. And I started showing her and throughout the country. And I started um, a canine psychology course. And then I trained, opened up a Donegal dog club out in the Bonnegy. And we trained dogs there every Tuesday. And then when we were going on our first holiday, um, well, with the two Akitas and they were like our babies before the children came along. And that's what sowed the seed. I looked at different kennels and it wasn't what I personally wanted. There wasn't as many, obviously, as now. But yeah, that's what planted the seed for... So from small beginnings, big things happened and over the years, it's been a case of gradual expansion. Yes, every year we try to make some kind of improvement. Um, That was, as I say, Malachi again. So uh, every year we try and improve Mm. somehow if it's the street or tidying up the pens or So starting off, was it word of mouth that people... That you got initially as your first customers? Yeah, word of mouth definitely is a big, a big thing. Um, I suppose later years then, Facebook and everything. And every year I used to go around in the summer when Raina was a baby and hand out my business cards to all the garages and shops. And yeah, it just progressed from there. So initially, was it a case of, of just looking after dogs during daytime? Um, no, no, I did start from right. from uh, overnighters. I never done daycare initially 
That happened by pure chance, to be honest, because I offered free daycare to the hospital staff during COVID. And it was just my way of saying thanks to them and basically really for to give me something to do because I was closed at the time. And that's how daycare took off right. because they came back right. to me and passed the word as well. So, yeah, that's how doggy daycare started. So when it all started off, you know, it's a big step to, to leave a paid for job with a regular income to go into something that you really you may have projections of how things are going to go. But that, that first year, how big a challenge was it? Um, well, I was very nervous. Um, Raina, I was pregnant she was she was only young then when I left and um, as I say only for Malachi encouraged me he had great faith in me and you know encouraged me all the way and that's otherwise I wouldn't have made the step myself. Now obviously you need to have a lot of passion in something like this because if somebody comes down first impressions you need to be welcoming. They need to know that the dogs are going to be looked after. So uh, you certainly tick the boxes in those departments. <laughs> Thank you. I try and treat, um, I suppose I try and treat the dogs like my own dogs. They're my babies, my family. They're they're extended family. So, um, yeah, and I have the great customers. I've um, got friends out of my customers of new ones coming all the time and ones that have been coming from day one so it's it's fantastic and give people an idea of pets there's pets are so popular in covid there was definitely an increase in the the number of people who had pets um now if you look at your business um it's primarily dogs but it's not just dogs no um it was always dogs like that and then a few customers asked um, if I'd keep cats and I didn't have the facilities. Malachi yet again <laughs> rustled up a few cat pens. And then when we built the Doggy Hotel six years ago, um, I'd done a catery up there. So I, I don't have a big catery, but yeah, there's five or six pens you yeah. know, for them. So. And are there people who come down with the cats just for a day or is it tends no, to be for, for longer? No, for overnighters. Yeah, yeah. Right. but I've kept hedgehogs, snakes, parrots, birds, all different sorts. Yeah, so, Almost like a zoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, the actual dogs themselves, when they come down here, you can have quite a lot of them. Sometimes they can get a bit noisy. And I suppose one of the challenges, maybe we can call it that, or skills, over time you, you get to know them as well. But you do have to sort of separate them out. I presume the smaller ones are generally playing with the smaller ones. Yeah, yeah. I have the small dog section. <clears throat> the dogs are in most of the time and they're out to mix and play. I don't mix them unsupervised because I just that's my way of doing things. Um, so yeah, you know, dogs can act different at home than they do in uh, strange circumstances. They can get stressed out or anxious, but um, thankfully, you know, I've had no major issues. They're all great, and um, as keep the big big dogs separate from the smaller ones. Kind of suppose um, the breeds as well is another thing. I take every breed. I don't have any um, restrictions because I have Akitas myself. So um, I don't have any problem taking the ones, as they say, on the dangerous dog list. But Just on your own dogs, tell us a little bit more about them. They're, they're quite a, a rare breed, some of them. Yeah, 
I've, we've had Akitas now for probably 15 years. This is our second um, pair. So I love them. Uh, they're such a loyal dog. They're not for everybody because they're a very dominant breed. They'll try you. They'll push you. But um, if they know you're a boss, they're a hundred percent. And their origin is Japanese. Yeah, yeah. Japanese. Yeah. And and they're a fairly big dog. Um, for somebody, who, including myself, who wasn't aware of what they're like. Um, <laughs> probably about the same size as the Dulux dog that we all know from television ads. Yeah. yeah. There's a um, there's a very famous film. Um, about the Akita's Hachi and the dog. He took it to up to the train station every day in Japan. And when he died, the dog continued to go to the train station for years and years after wow. and they built a big memorial for right. him. You mentioned there about dogs uh, sometimes getting anxious and the weather can be an issue and we had Halloween has just gone past, fireworks as well. So the weather, do you think they sense it in advance of, of oh, a they, bad storm? Yeah, they do, surely. Um, I try, now if there is going to be a bad storm or try and be prepared, I suppose, is the big thing, you know. And I have the radio on 24-7 for the dogs. And if there's going to be a storm or anything, I'd turn it up louder. And, you know, just I would close them in earlier and things like that. But um, most of them do adapt, I have to say, very well because I have a very strict routine, feeding time, cleaning time, walking time, everything's very regimental so they know usually after the first night I have to say they're usually settled and once I close the door that's them for the night you know yeah. they're but I dare say over the years you've had to go out the odd night in, oh, the, in the middle of the night yeah oh yeah and listen it's a learning curve it's still learning mm. you, you know you're always learning um I wouldn't be somebody that would say oh I'm an expert and I know everything because mm. I don't I always you're learning all the time you know now, from a, a business point of view and doing the sums and the paperwork and that side of things, is, is that a, a bit of a headache or, again, is Malachi helping out? No, I just give it all to accountant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a maths mm. person. Um, I was, wasn't a great big scholar. I went to school and that was it. Mm. But, um, yeah, this is... And as, as the business expanded, did you get any advice from, from other people in business or did you go to any of the state groups or bodies or enterprise offices or very much on your own bat? All on my own, yeah, yeah. as I say, all on my own. And um, we just done, we we built the place the way that um, we thought we just wanted our dogs. We tried to just, you know, do it, compare it that way. So what we would be happy with our dogs going to, you know, we, we didn't want them cooped up all the time. So that's why we have runs each for each individual dog. So that if they're not happy to mix either, they're still getting out and getting their social time. Yeah. So some of the dogs that come down might come down one day a week, once a month, once in a blue moon. And then there's others that are, you have regular clients. And I suppose some people it's maybe Monday to Friday. There's an odd one Monday to Friday, not um, too many for daycare. Usually they have their days, maybe once a week, twice a week, you know, kind of thing. As I say, the doggy daycare still wouldn't be the the major part of it. Um, but um, yeah, and then the overnighters is ending from a night to, could be two months, three months if people's right. going to Australia or long holidays. Yeah. Yeah. So... People need to book in advance. There are times, I presume, 
particularly in the summer and maybe at holiday times, that you can be booked out? Yeah, summer, midterm, you know, school holidays is your busiest time, Christmas. Um, yeah, because I'm also the only kennels in Donegal approved by the IBKCA. So that's the Irish Board and Kennels and Cattery Association of Ireland. So they come up and assess me every year. Um, I just wanted to go that wee bit further because at the end of the day, anybody can open up kennels and look after pets and dogs. But I wanted to um, have a high standard. So they con- I contacted them and they come up and assessed me and told me I had a few adjustments to make, which we did, and thankfully were approved by them. So Now, on the way into Four Paws, uh, as well as seeing dogs closer in, uh, there's the odd rabbit, there's a few hens. Um, <laughs> what else is on the ground? Um, I have Maine Coon cats as well. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, the four dogs, the cats, the chickens is the the new the newest arrival, and um, yeah, that's right. it at the moment. And your own children, they help out. They do. They're both brilliant. Raina's eleven now. Christmas and Dulta's thirteen, and they're a great help. They both help, and they have the, their job for the summer holidays or Christmas holidays. They're out helping. Yeah. yeah. And as you've grown, you've also had to take in other people because you couldn't have done this all on your own. And sometimes I suppose it it can be difficult to get people because it's a a specialised area. Yeah, everybody thinks it is a lovely job, which it is, but there's an awful lot of cleaning Mm. and things behind the scenes that you yeah. know they don't realize so a, a typical week i mean you're certainly not working nine to five monday to friday some no. weeks you could be putting in really big hours yeah um normally i'm out seven o'clock in the morning or before seven i'd have them fed and um i run out before the kids get up for school so then you're coming in and you're sorting them you're in and out all the time um, my daycare customers can come from eight o'clock in the morning, so it is. It's busy, um, but it's enjoyable. Yeah. Love it. And you are providing a service that really is badly needed because there are people who have dogs and cats, and they couldn't go to work, or maybe they couldn't bring their kids to school, or go off and do things. Uh, they need somewhere to bring them. Yeah, I think um, more so in recent years, like, as I say, we've all grown up with family dogs, but the dogs were always kept outside or maybe they were kept in, but, you know, they weren't treated like family like they are now. They're people's babies, you know, they're real people have real high expectations. So that's why I'm really honoured again to get this award. Like, it's just amazing. But, um, yeah, people have high expectations, and rightly so, because it is their babies, you know, so. Now, you have a website, so you know, that was obviously a big step to get the website developed, and I presume it's an area that it has brought you business as well. Yeah, because a lot of people, especially from down the country, would go by the website, you know, they would put it in. Um, I do have people coming from all over, Ballyshannon, Dublin, Belfast, you know, they do they do come from all over, which is fantastic. So, yeah, the modern technologies, definitely. Yeah. And do you need to, does that take up much of your time? Do you need to update it now and again? And I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> 
funny. The man that sorted it actually yeah. phoned me this morning and says, we'll need to update it right. now because yeah. of the award. And social media, is again, it's something that it's a way of promoting the business, uh, letting people know certain times of year what's happening. And I know uh, when we have holiday periods and Halloween and Christmas, uh, you make that very special for for the dogs and cats as well because there there can be little treats. Yes, I'm I'm a big kid myself. So when the toy show's on on the 24th of um, November, they'll have their treat bags for the late late toy show. And Christmas, anybody that's staying over Christmas, cats or dogs, they'll get treat bags or stockings or yeah, trying to make it enjoyable for them. Yeah, and for the customer when they come and their little dog is coming back with a treat, that, that all helps the customer experience and it's ah, good for business. It is, you know, as I say, it's, it's nice, I suppose, these wee extra things, you know, it's just nice to make people happy. You're listening to Business Matters on Highland Radio. Join us again after this break. Business Matters, in association with the Faculty of Business at ATU Donegal. For a career in financial governance, consider the Level 9 MA in Governance and IT in Financial Services, starting in January. Contact the Exec Ed Coordinator on 9186206 or email donald.hannigan at atu.ie today. Welcome back to Business Matters. I'm Chris Ashmore. My guest this week is Jackie Fegan, who runs the Four Paws Boarding Kennels and Dog Hotel in Kilmacrennan. Before the break, we heard about how the business all started and her love for animals. This month, Four Paws Boarding Kennels and Dog Hotel won the title of Kennels of the Year in the Republic of Ireland. The award was made at the Local Pet Awards held in the Crown Plaza Hotel in Dublin on Saturday, November the 11th, and it was certainly a positively memorable night for Jackie. As she explained in the lead-up to the awards, it all came about as a bit of a very pleasant surprise. Yeah, big shock. As I say, we we didn't even know about the awards. I didn't hear of them until I got the phone call that day to say that I was a no- I was nominated. But I was at, I was actually nominated sixty five times. She couldn't believe it. She says it was unheard of. Normally, you get nominated once or twice. So, um, as I say, I have a great bunch of customers and only for them then for voting. I had them tortured then to vote. So, yeah, that's how we're here now today for because of them. It was brilliant. And the awards ceremony, full of people that were animal lovers and and, uh, I suppose a a whole community in itself. You probably didn't know too many there, but no doubt you you all got on very well. We knew a few when we went down, just another couple. um, We went down then and um, we didn't know anybody else, but it was just lovely. Everybody was well in the same boat as, as ourselves, work with animals. Everybody was really down to earth and just happy to be there. But it's lovely to be... um to get an award, you know, for working with animals, it's it's really nice. So the award now, pride of place in, in the house, and um, having got that award, you know, it, it's it's good publicity wise as well, and it and it people will look at it there, and you've got uh, a couple of framed certificates here as well. So um, after all that work and on the night. When you were sitting there, was it a total surprise? It was a total shock. Um, 
I had no expectations at all. And even when we, when we went down, I, more so when we seen the crowd. And it seemed to be all large businesses, maybe eight or nine people that was going up to get their prizes. So we had we had no expectations. And when they did call out our names, we were in total shock. Mm. So And we're still buzzing. And these awards, uh, there are similar awards in Scotland and Northern Ireland. So it, it really is a big thing. This is, this is, I suppose, the Oscars of the pet world. Yes, she actually phoned me the other day, Gail, um, the organiser of it, and she calls it the Poscars. So. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And, um, you know, having done this, you know, no doubt people will nominate you again. And who knows? Please God. Yeah, it would be great. Um it would be, it's a, a big, uh, a lot of pressure now to see if we're going to get it again. But even to get it the once is just fantastic. We'll see what happens in the future. And down through the years, uh, you've got a, a lot of rosettes and prizes and cups uh, from dog shows. Yeah, um, I showed my, well, I showed these Akitas as well. I didn't do any this year at all, but I've been showing them all over the country and my wee girl as well so we have a lot of trophies and cups everywhere and plaques well having given me a broad outline of her business jackie then brought me around the four paws kennels and dog hotel well jackie we've come over here to the kennels themselves and uh, our first port of call uh, with a couple of cats in front of us uh, so who's this that's buttons so Buttons is about eight now. She lives in the kennels. And Buttons obviously doesn't mind all these dogs around her. She doesn't. She normally moves out in about June and they'll go into one of the other sheds. But she's here now again because it's quieter and that. So, yeah. So here we are inside and uh, we're looking here at a number of the dogs who are staying here. So... Uh, some 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 are occupied, some aren't. Yeah. Um, so they're all inside. Or some of them are recognisable, and uh, they're all coming out to greet you. So, in here in the winter time, shelter for them. Yeah, if it's raining and at night time, they're all in at night time. Weather, it doesn't matter. The weather's good or not, they're all in at night time. The heat's on, and they've all got their bedding and water and safe and cosy. Now, do you remember all the names or do you have to write oh, them yeah. up? on? No, no, no. I do have boards on each one because if any of them's on medication or anything, I would have it written. Yeah. Or maybe if some of them's only fed in the evening or, you know, I have it written on each yeah. individual board. So we're inside and yet there's a little door at the back of the individual kennels so they can go out can for a little in. run round. Yeah, they can come in and out as they please. Mm. And some, of the, some of them jumping up to say hello, but yeah. it's, it's actually relatively quiet. And there we have one of the. This is, a, this is a heat lamp up here, That's I think. Heat lamps, yeah. yeah. They're all being very placid. They're on good behavior because they know they're going to be on the radio. They're all going to be famous. So we're stepping out now, and uh, you can see out here at the back, they've a good area of room to run round as they come out. Yeah, they'll have their individual runs and then each one has wee kennels and shelter that if there's obviously showers of rain, the typical Irish weather, yeah. they can go in out the rain. So lots of flexibility and now we're going out of one section towards, uh, I suppose, uh, the main the building, hotel, the Doggy yes. Hotel. Yes, so it's six years old. Um 
Ah, it'll be six years past there in June, so. Now we're quite a lot of bigger dogs in here, and we can hear a little bit of noise, and they're getting excited. <laughs> so now we're going into, and the, Chris, the Christmas decorations are up. I'm nabbed. <laughs> and in front of, uh, we've little, little memos and sayings, a home without a dog is just a house. Yes. <laughs> and the dogs are coming out to greet us. Some of them just looking out, inquiring. Another one's getting a little bit more excited. This dog is called Sheba. Hello, Sheba. <laughs> no, not replying, not replying. So the excitement. So obviously. Now, obviously, there's a lot of cleaning has to be done. They do their business, and that uh, takes up a bit of time. Constant cleaning. And a lot of them, the owners themselves would bring their own their own beds that they're used to. Some of them do, some of them don't. I have vet bedding, which I use. Um, so it's actually better because it's easy, easier washed, easier dried. And if the dogs lie on it, it's the water. If there's any water on it, it's absorbed, you know. So it's the dogs are dry, as you see, of washing and yeah. bedding hanging everywhere. This is a small dog section, so these are mostly house dogs that are in here. And right. they just get out then for their, their playtime. So when the hotel is full, uh, we get up, what, 30, 30 or 40 dogs, maybe? Yeah, right so. about that, yeah. So it can get quite noisy? Very noisy if they all start. Mm. But then there's days you wouldn't know they're here. If somebody, mm. if somebody comes, if it's just me pottering about or Malachi or that, there's no... You'll get the odd barker, but... And, of course, you have to be... Uh, cognizant of all their different requirements some of them are oh, going to have yeah. special dietary requirements yeah. and uh, that must take up quite a bit of time the, the feeding side yeah they all have different um, as you say dietary requirements um, I can supply uh, dog food as well dry nuts but some people bring their own so it just depends you know if, um, some of them's on wet food dry food then there's animals then it's on medication so you have to be very careful as well um, and some of them's once a day twice a day it just all depends each animal's individual they all have their own requirements and obviously the weather is a big factor in the summer you have them outside and they're in jumping in and out of pools and the hose is on <laughs> they, they love the swimming pools so they're up in the yeah the ball pools and the swimming pools so there's Elvis the cat driving them all mad now Elvis the cat has walked past and absolutely unperturbed by the, the dogs the yes. dogs are probably I suppose some of the dogs are coming down here and maybe they've never seen a cat before no, and no. Uh, but and the cats he, here are used to it. He's a big boy. He's a main coon. That's the cat tree up there. So he's just after coming down mm. to see what's going on. So for somebody who's maybe in a, a steady job, but they have a, a passion for something and they're thinking of branching out as, as you did and going on your own, 
uh, as we said, it, it's a big step. But would you have any particular advice to anybody if if they're if they want to sort of go down that dream road? I would follow your dreams. Um, you only live once, and try not to have any regrets. I certainly, I certainly don't. Um, it was a big big thing you know I wasn't sure if I was doing the right thing or not you were used to your wage coming in at the end of the day and um, it was massive because the responsibility too of you know having your own business as well but it all just kind of fell into place it all happened just um, I suppose unexpectedly and gradually so that you know but I, if any, I go for it is what I would say yeah and as you expand and maybe have ideas and you're thinking I need to invest um, I suppose you, you need to take heed of financial advice as well and, and try and plot the course because it's difficult if you're expanding you know, because you don't want to go too quickly and no. do it in steps. Yeah, do it in baby steps. Start small and see how you get on. As I say, everything here was gradual. And, um, well, everything's a lot more expensive now as well, which is another issue. But, um, as I say, Malachi, like, he's he built all this. So we didn't have to pay laborers mm. to come in and do it. Everything here, he done it. So that was a massive help to us. And if we look forward to 2024, is there anything in the pipeline for the Doggy Hotel? Oh, you'll just have to watch <laughs> and see. <laughs> you, you mentioned the, the music, and we can hear the radio in the background. Yes. Um, now, you're not putting on heavy rock, or you're not no. putting on classical. I mean, what, where, where, what do you do? It's usually Highland, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect answer. <laughs> So we'll just head out now. As the, uh, well, I see another cat over there. That's and my steak, yeah. That's my two main coon cats. Yeah, and just they're here, just almost oblivious to the dogs around them. Yeah, they're just <laughs> pets. They've been here since babies, so they're that's their big run up there. So yeah, they're well used to the dogs. They know not to go near them, basically. And well, it's great for vermin control because you know yourself, the dog food and everything's mm. here. And so yeah, they keep the place clean. Thank God for me. And obviously, some breeds of dogs are friendlier than others, and some get on better than others. Of course. Um, and then the dogs themselves, when they come down here. And they see a dog that maybe they know from previously. They actually make friends. Ah, yeah, they do. They get to know each other. They do. Um, that's me, Maggie, here. She comes for daycare. So her and Sheba there would know each other. So, yeah, they do. They get the regulars, get to know each other. And I presume like you keep the bigger ones generally together, but there are smaller and bigger ones. Some of them do, do mix because they're sort of, of a friendly disposition. Yeah, oh, definitely. It depends on the breed and it depends on their own personalities. There's some wee dogs there and they can go in with the bigger, you know, bigger camera dogs. Not, you know, like I would never mix Rottweilers, um, like as a pit bull I have down there in the corner. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mix them with any dogs for well for insurance reasons even though they're lovely like he's absolutely beautiful but um, I wouldn't mix them yeah well you mentioned insurance and I suppose the cost of everything has gone up the last few years uh, including energy costs and you know you have to have a, a fair bit of light and heat on especially in the winter so yeah. that, that's one of your major outgoings yeah the winter is the big one the summer's not so bad mm. but yeah with all the heat, heat individual heat lamps in the winters mm costly but 
So each of the, the candles in in the winter, when you've all those heat lamps on, it probably gets quite warm. Yeah, it's, it is. It's warm then. Um, we did have the stove in earlier years, but the heat lamps is it's a cleaner, tidier job, you know, and it it's, I think it suits the dogs better, you know. So. So in conclusion. Uh, this is your business, yourself and Malachi. Yes. You love what you're doing, and, and that is such a, a vital part of it all, isn't it? Yeah, I, I just love my work. It's I, I don't even call it work. It's just, it's great. It's, it's so therapeutic, yeah. Mm. yeah. And when you're not working and, and you're winding down, how does Jackie Fagan relax and, and switch off? <laughs> well, in the summer, I go to dog shows. <laughs> It's usually something doggy related or go to the beach with my own dogs. It's usually, yeah, something to do with animals. Yeah. And a bit of travel, maybe. And a bit of travel, yes. Love my travelling. See the world. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, our thanks to Jackie Fagan of Four Paws, Boarding Kennels and Doggy Hotel, our guest this week on Business Matters. Thank you, Chris. And just before we go, a big congratulations to all the winners at the Letterkenny Chamber Business Awards last weekend. Finally, a few dates for your diary. Letterkenny Chamber and Donegal Women in Business are hosting an event on Wednesday evening, November the 22nd, which is designed to help business owners understand the tools, prompts and real examples of artificial intelligence in driving business growth. The event is called Marketing AI and You Supercharge Your Small Business and will focus on the areas of marketing and communication while maintaining the essence of real human connection. The event is taking place from 7 to 9 o'clock at the Silver Tassie Hotel in Letterkenny and is free for members of the Donegal Women in Business Network and Letterkenny Chamber and €20 for non-members. The local enterprise office in Donegal is hosting a business supports clinic at the Public Services Centre in Donegal Town on Friday, November the 24th from 10 to 11 a.m. It will outline the supports and services of the local enterprise office and an explanation of the grant aid process and criteria. In other news this week, Wind Energy Ireland has published its latest monthly report, which shows that wind energy provided nearly a third of Ireland's electricity in October 2023. This means that Irish wind farms have supplied around 33% of Ireland's electricity demand in the first 10 months of this year, with, of course, a strong presence of wind farms in Donegal. Elsewhere, the Allied Irish Bank Group this week confirmed it's joining the 500 million euro growth and sustainability scheme as a lender. The scheme will provide eligible small and medium enterprises, including farmers and fishers, with competitively priced loans of between 25,000 euro and 3 million euro for terms of up to 10 years and loans for climate action and environmental sustainability purposes will also benefit from an additional interest rate discount. You've been listening to Business Matters on Highland Radio with Chris Ashmore. If you'd like to contact me, you can email me on businessmatters at highlandradio.com.
www.businessmatters.com. Business Matters, in association with the Faculty of Business at ATU Donegal. For a career in financial governance, consider the Level 9 MA in Governance and IT in Financial Services, starting in January. Contact the Exec Ed Coordinator on 9186206 or email donald.hannigan at atu.ie today.